0: Rise and shine, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m.
1: Good morning, Aurora. How y'all doing? Good morning. Wake up, wake up, up your wake, up your wake. The time is now 8.07 a.m., and it is Tuesday, August Fourth, I know I stumbled with that because I thought it was Thursday. Actually. Oh, hey Tracy, um, it you're welcome to you're welcoming to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast, and this is a very good show today. It is Women in Business, I think, part six today. I'm glad to be on the mic with you guys, and hope that you are all rested and ready to go. We are joined in the studio today by Maria Carameno. Right. Yep, right. you got it right. All right. Hey, <laughs> from Blissful Blooms that just opened up, so round of applause for Blissful Blooms. Oh, thanks, good job, guys. good job. All claps are live until we get the clap button. And we have my co-host Christine on the mic as well. We've got JV from Premil in the house. What's happening, JV? What's going on? Nothing to it, nothing to it. He got the, you know, the dark voice. Y'all heard that. What's going on? The bass just <laughs> deep. And we got Hunter. In the house, new engineer with Gremlin. So here we are today. So we're going to go into the news for you guys. And we have a lot to talk about before we get into our interview uh, with Maria. We're going to learn all about uh, Blissful Blooms, how they started, uh, talk about Aurora, family, life, and everything in between as well. So kicking it off, shout out to the Aurora Public Library because we have Cape Con coming soon, August 10th through the 15th. And you guys know that we are comic book fans and nerds well I am on this show so you know if you're a geek you gotta come out to this cause it's gonna be a lot of fun uh, wear your tights Monday on the 10th there's the grab and go swag bag pickup Tuesday the 11th 2pm virtual craft demo how to make your own pom pom popper say that five times fast how to make your own pom pom popper how to make your own Tuesday, uh, again, at 6 o'clock, there's the live Superhero Trivia. Wednesday, the 12th, 10 a.m., live head-to-toe cosplay sewing seminar. Thursday, the 13th, at 7 p.m., live comic book making with author and illustrator Jarrett Lerner. And the 14th, at 3 p.m., there's the Family Cosplay Parade. Spaces is limited. Register now at aurorapubliclibrary.org. And on the 15th, I would be remiss if I did not mention, at 10 a.m., live... Not Lost in Translation, How Comics Create Cultural Connections Panel Discussion. That's going to be a lot of fun, so please check it out. Shout-outs to our friends at the Aurora Public Library and the Makerspace down there on the bottom where you can go and make like all kinds of stuff with posters. Shout-out to them. Alright, Beyond the Walls, Friday, August 7th, which is First Friday, from 530 to 830 p.m. at Gallery 1904 at 1 East Benton in Aurora. There's an exhibition of graffiti, street art, and beyond. The after party is gonna be at McCarty Mills, which is directly across the street from the Royal Public Library at 140 South River Street. Our friend um, Matthew Rawls was playing there recently on Saturday, or excuse me, Sunday, and they had blueberries Barbecue, which is really tasty. I did not get a chance to eat the barbecue because I just moved into a new house, y'all. So, my brother was packing. But shout-outs to me and the movers and the barbecue, which I heard was great. Now, also, on that same first Friday, there is the first Friday jam at the Aurora Tap House. And our friends Sam Cervantes and Fatboy of TBA Crew are going to be spinning some house music. House music! So come on out to that. The show starts at 8 p.m. Okay, and the Aurora Tap House is right next door to us on the intersection of Lake and Downer. Right? Yeah, lake and, down. and it used to be called the web So if you're one of those people who used to drink there at 3 o'clock in the morning Well just come back But at 8 o'clock p.m. Alright, the Illinois Department of Human Services Has a virtual recruitment presentation At 10 o'clock a.m. every first and third Wednesday You can learn about careers And the application process with the Illinois Department of Human Services The program is from 10 to 11 o'clock a.m. And we will post a registration link on social media So if you know anyone who's looking for a job um, please have them tune into the webinar. And I don't care what they tell you. Oh, you know what? Oh, man, my car is messed up. You know what? It's online. You don't even have to go there to the place. Just just tune in. If you're on Snapchat, right, then you got time to get yourself a JOB. This is going to be very fun. Uh, shout outs to our friends in the Illinois House District 83 for providing us with this information. Piece of Art Camp, Thursday, August 13th, from 5 o'clock p.m. to 7 p.m. at the Peace House, 301 5th Street in Aurora. Shout out to our wonderful friends, Jen Ingram of Jen Ingram Art and her daughter for taking part in that. The um, The Peace of Art Camp will be to teach youngsters some of the basics and fundamentals of art and add a little bit of fun to that. And the Peace House is a really great place. Um, and There's a wonderful woman named Cindy who is the pastor of the church next door and who runs the Peace House. So shout-out to Cindy. Shout-out to Jen Ingram. Shout-out to her daughter. And shout-out to Viso Arts and Jen Ingram for painting wonderful mural on the Aurora uh, Food Pantry on Jericho Road, right next to our AMBETS Post 103. Shout-out. And uh, it looks very good, great artwork, great determination by the team, and a good way to give back to a wonderful organization, the Aurora Food pantry. So, shout out to the food pantry as well. All right, Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry has the Garden Harvest weekends, and that's a food pantry fundraiser. Saturday, August fifteenth, lunch and dinner menu by Chef Anthony Gargano, the owner of Osteria Bigolato. Ooh, I'm Italian too. Y'all didn't even know that. I didn't even know until right now. Lunch in the garden is at twelve thirty p.m. to three o'clock p.m. Four course farm style. Tickets are seventy dollars. Harvest dinner, 6 o'clock p.m. to 9 o'clock p.m. Five-course plated dinner. Tickets are one twenty-five. Sunday, August 30th, the brunch menu is by farmer Robert Vaughn and nutritionist Deepa. Garden Sunday brunch buffet from 10 o'clock a.m. to noon. Tickets for that are $50. Seating is limited at each event. All COVID compliant. 834 North Highland Avenue in Aurora, Illinois. Tickets can be purchased at www.mwfoodpantry.org. Alright, now, without further ado, we are going to get into our discussion with uh, Maria about Blissful Blooms. And I have to say, I love flowers. So I really like that there is a a flower shop nearby. And Maria brought us from Blissful Blooms as well, so they're uh, blissfully on the table. Y'all can't see this yet, (laughs) but we don't get there with the live video and everything. But they're really nice. It's a bouquet of flowers. what are these?
0: Actually? So, <clears throat> so you have some pink Floyd roses. Those are my favorite roses. Oh! So with roses, there's so many of them. Um, you'll start learning them by name, especially like your, the ones you like the best. And those, when you first get them, they start so small, and then they get so big. Damn. And it, that's the that's one of the roses. Like the older it gets, the better it gets. Um, and it smells really good. And then you have. Some billy balls, which are those like round guys these that are popping here. out. So those dry really, really well. So even after these all these blooms die, you're you're able to keep those forever. Um and then you have your Monstera leaf popping out, which is a tropical greenery. That one? Yep.
1: Damn it's big.
0: So I, I love mixing um with like greenery, like exotic greenery, dry flowers, um focal f- flowers, and then you also have your hydrangeas in there. Let
2: me um, guess.
0: Um which are those big f- Hydrangeas are like those big fluffy guys, the whites and the green. It's like they oh, kind of are like the skeleton of the whole arrangement, because that's where my base usually starts off with hydrangeas. Okay. And yeah, you just got a good mixture in there, just like nice and bold. I'm
1: feeling it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> All right, let's.
0: Damn, that's that's nice. amazing. That is
1: amazing. <laughs> amazing. Man, you guys oh, can't see this at know. home yet, but uh, it is very beautiful. Thank you for this gift. Of course. It's very nice. Thanks for having me. Yep. All right. So um, so let's talk about you now christine had um she was gonna ask you a very important question
2: well first again good morning good and morning. Wel- welcome to downtown aurora oh, you've had you. uh, a great uh weekend this was the big grand opening yeah and uh well tell us a little weekend. bit about you first yeah of course where you're from how you got started and about blissful blooms
0: <sighs> okay so i was actually i was born in california um my mom decided to move to chicago when I was six years old, um, my parents um, got a divorce, so I was constant going back and forth. So the summers were dedicated for my dad, and my and throughout the year, I would be my mom. So we moved to Chicago, and when we first moved to Chicago, we lived in Little Village, which I don't know if you guys are familiar. It's a very, like, Hispanic town. It's oh, in, I know it.
2: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: so I grew up there, and with it, too, like it wasn't the safest community either because there's a lot of game-bangers out there. Mm. Um. So my mom, when we we lived there for a couple years, and she's like, okay, we gotta keep moving because she it was she was there with two girls, just a single mom, so she didn't feel safe. Um, so we moved to Seasiddle. Cicero is another, like, Latin America, uh, Latin community as well. And I feel like every time we kept moving, it kept getting worse. <laughs> like, different towns. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so my oh, it was like a constant. Cicero <laughs> Avenue runs through
1: the village. So <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know. <laughs>
0: but you know what? Like, now that I look back, it's like, it, it mold me who I am now. Like, I'm so grateful to be a part of, like, that community at some point in my life. Um, so from Cicero, we moved to um, Berwyn. And then Burr went same thing. Like it kept getting worse. And so my mom's like, okay, we're going out to the burbs now. Right. And finally, we moved to Bolingbrook. Um, so I went school there, like middle school to high school. So I graduated there. Um, and yeah, I mean Bolingbrook was awesome. It was when we first moved in there. Um, it was primarily, like, white, and then eventually, like, Hispanic, and then African-American started moving in. Mm-hmm. So, um, it got more diverse, eventually, but when I first moved in, I did feel, like, a little bit like an outcast, and then, plus, my whole, like, grade school, I was in ESL, so in my household, we only talked Spanish, so I grew up talking Spanish, so when I started going to school, that's when I started learning English. Mm. Um... So when I moved to Bolingbrook, they didn't have ESL programs. So I was forced to, like, okay, you got to go into English. I remember taking my entry exam um, to go into English class, and, like, I didn't think the lady was supposed to do this, but she was, like, no, not that answer, the other one. (laughs) Because she's, like, trying to, like, get me into the English class. uh, Because I was so used to, like, because all the communities I was in, they were used to getting these, like, Spanish-speaking students, and it was okay not to speak English, and a little by little you'll learn um so yeah so that's how it was and then eventually I was just like girl with the accent (laughs) in my school right but eventually at first I wouldn't even talk I was so shy um and then I'm like I started coming out of my bubble but I think from all that moving it taught me how to make friends like it taught me to like okay I gotta start all over I gotta learn how to make friends so it was a good thing too because I feel like that also is it has molded me from now to where I'm like I could talk to anybody like let me just listen to your story like right. tell me about you like where do you come from so it's taught me how to be that way um, and yeah I mean growing up in Bolingbrook it was good um, I still have, I have good friends that are that are from there and my mom still lives there so I'm there often too um, from Bolingbrook I once I, I once I graduated high school mm-hmm. I went to my community college because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do at that time. Um, I knew I wanted to do something in science. I think, and the thing is, too, like, I think I was in denial that I always had some, like, creativity in me. Because I'm like, that's not going to make me money. And I was um, first generation here, right? Because my mom's from Mexico, and my dad's Guatemalan. So it's like that immigrant mindset, right? Where, like, you got to go to school. You got to do something, like, either in the medical field or something that's going to be consistent. So that was always my mindset. I never thought creativity could make a living out of it. So I neglected that part of me, but I knew it was always in me. Especially, like, in school, um, in high school. I always took ceramic classes. I took art classes. um, I I took a camping class in high school. They had it, and I'm like, why not? Let's just do it. And then... um, yeah, and I, 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 knew, I always knew it was in me, but I think I didn't want to like embrace that because I'm like, I don't know if I can make a living out of it. <laughs> it scared me so much. So I was like, I'm going to be a nurse.
2: <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> pretty yeah, logical. Safe. Yeah, I'm like, safe I'm, safe. I'm just going
0: to be a nurse. I like science, and we'll see. I like people, so it just made sense for me to go that direction. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I went to school. I got my gen eds, and right when I got into the nursing program, Like, something hit me, and I was like, wait a minute. Do I really want to be a nurse? (laughs) Especially after working at a flower shop for four years. by Like, it kind of happened by accident, me working there. And it hit me, and I was like, ah. And especially when I saw how big the loan was, it was like $50,000. And I was like, do I want to be in debt for that much for something I don't know if I love? Yeah. So I told my boyfriend that day. I, I was like, I got the call and they told me I got into the nursing program and I started crying. And then he's like, why are you crying? Are you happy? And I'm like, no, I'm upset. I thought I was hoping they'll say no. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made the yeah, decision like, that much easier. Like, I, I thought I would, like they would say I didn't make the program and I had to figure something else out and I made it. And then he's like, so what are you going to do? And I'm like, I think I'm just going to figure it out. Like, I think I'm just going to. Be you, a, you know, like, I've been working at this flower shop. I know so much. I feel like that's almost been my schooling in a way. And then I did a year of, like, teaching people how to put arrangements together. I'm like, even if it means, like, me starting all over, like, I'm okay with that. Like, I just got to figure it out. Like, I, I can't push for something that my family's going to approve of. And, like, I need to stop thinking, like, of what my family wants for me. I need to start thinking what I want for myself.
1: Growing up, what impact did your dad have on your life?
0: My dad. Oh man, that's a deep question. See, I talk, you're
1: listening to the, the second largest like, city's first new show. Oh my god.
0: Uh, yes. My dad. Well, my dad, he was an entrepreneur. Like he, he had so many businesses in California and Guatemala too. My grandpa too. He had a coffee um, plantation in Guatemala, so he grew his own coffee beans. And so I had really good fun memories of visiting Guatemala with them especially going out in the mountains. Um, there's this funny story that my dad was so mad at my grandpa because my grandpa was so proud when he came into the, the kitchen. He's like, look, mija, look what I got you. And it was like this like machete mini size because the big machetes are too big for me to cut the... What's a machete? Machete is oh. like a big knife, right? Oh, machete. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> a... I speak a lot of Spanglish too, by the way.
1: I guess we do now too. I
0: <laughs> So my dad was like, "No way! Like, take that back. Whoever made you that, like, she's not gonna use that." Cause he got me a main, like, a small size, and it had like, Maria Magdalena. That's Magdalena's my middle name okay. engraved in there. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, "Nope, she's not using that. There's no way." And my grandpa was so sad. He's like, and cause you could take it. It was like on this leather pouch." And he's like, "Look what I got you. This is so cool." And I'm like, "Oh my god! I can't wait to use it." Cause the big, the big ones, I couldn't cut the cherries on the trees. And then my grandpa's like, okay, we're going to the mountains, let's go. And I finally got to use it. But then my dad found out, he, he like, he, he hid it away from me. I only used it once, so. But yeah, my dad was just like, he was always very optimistic. He was very like, how do I put it? He he always saw like, something. if there was something bad going on, he always at the bright side of things. And I think right. I took a lot from that. Um, he passed away when I was 15. So um, I think that was also a, a pivoting point of my life because around 15, we, we started having um, like I was just a teenager and I was being like, "I want to see you more. Can you come visit me?" And like he's like, I'm busy, I have to work." And I took that really like too heart. Right. Um, so then when I tried reaching back to him, um, yeah, it, it was too late because um, he wasn't with the mother and with the mother around that time got really dangerous. so he ended up, he got shot, in in, well, all in the '90s. Um, it was in 2000, 2000. Oh my goodness, I'm blanking out. 2008 okay. he, when he passed away. Um, so yeah, so he by the time the ambulance got there, the, um, there was just no way because I, from what I read, it he choked on his own blood, so there was nothing that they could do. Right so like that i feel like that like for for that whole year i was like oh my god i shouldn't have been so i was like so hard on myself thinking like i shouldn't have said that to him and but i feel like till this day now i have a guardian angel like i have somebody watching over me um but yeah
1: i understand i understand um yeah i uh i left the i left uh illinois without like telling my mom that i joined the navy Mm -hmm. um and then, like, one day, like, out in the middle of nowhere, I was just, like, standing on the folks of the ship, like, the very front. There's no land. And I thought to myself, like, you know, if my mom passed away and, like, I didn't know her, she never saw me, like, I don't know how I'd live my with myself, you know? So, like, I actually, like, tried, you know, reached out again and, and things got a lot better. So, no, I, I totally understand that. Yeah. Um.
2: Wow, yeah, that's such an amazing story. I can see a lot of your dad's characteristics yeah. of what you're telling me about him. I see them in you oh, thank all you. the time. Yeah, you even got the machete. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she
0: brought that in her she purse came over She to the show, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like if I got to chop somebody, it's going to <laughs>
0: I'm like, I, when I was on my boy, I'm like, we have to go to Guatemala one day so we could find that machete yep. somewhere, like in the storage unit or something. Because mm-hmm. I remember saw so, like, the engravement on it in cursive. And I'm like, imagine if we could find it, like, even at a vintage store if there's such thing out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, it's just traveling. Maybe it'll come back to me one day. Who knows?
2: Yeah. It's, it's very Game of Thrones. Right. Like with Arya when they give her the sword, it's like, okay, you know? Um, Watch
1: out so for funny.
0: Maria.
1: <laughs> um, what does Aurora have going for
0: it um for me personally or just like in general Aurora has uh, going Ah,
1: both,
0: both. Uh, let's see so I found out about Aurora because I felt I've been living in Naperville for six years now it wasn't like of choice it was because my boyfriend left there so I was like okay sure let me try it out because I was still living in Bolingbroke um but Naperville I feel like it like that community like feeling, like where you feel like you come into a community and you feel so embraced. Like it just, it's a, of course they have their downtown, but it feels so corporate. Like it feels so like. Yes, it does. Does that make sense? No, like, it totally does. Yeah. It just yeah. feels like, yeah. like, a school, I don't know. It just, it, the it average, never, the, yeah. the, the
1: person, the, there's nothing blue it collar about it. Yeah. You can't walk in and be welcome. You got to walk in and take a number and yada, yada, yeah, yada. Exactly. Yada. It yes. feels like, yeah. is a great way to put it.
0: So I was like, I was like, I don't know. If I were to have a business one day, I wanted to be where it's like, it's a community. We're all like supporting mm-hmm. each other and embracing each other. Especially growing like in Little Village and Cesar and all I feel like all those communities I grew up in, they all had, like, that, like, hey, how can I help you? Or, or your neighbor would be like, hey, how was your day today? Like, because the houses were always so close to each other. And, like, also the corner stores, you knew who they were. You know yeah. the family, you know? Yep. So when I started coming out to Aurora more often, I think the reason why I came here was because they were doing the other los Muertos event. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Like, I never heard of a town doing such thing, which is, right. like, the Day of the Dead. Right. Um, so I was like, I drag my boyfriend along like I always do. And he just kinda goes with the flow, thank God. Because <laughs> I'm very like go, go, go kind of person. And yeah, and I was like, Can we look, we have to follow this map. And like we went to the library and then we that was the first stop we made because I love the whole idea how they gave people the opportunity to put these ofrendas, right? Which ofrendas are these like offerings you give to people to family members that passed away and then like to honor them, right? To remember their memory. And I feel so touched by seeing all that because that was something they did a lot in the communities I grew up when I was little. We used to, like, in our church, like, put these ofrendas for our families. Um, So seeing that, it just, like, sparked that joy of, like, when I was a little kid. Like, Right. right? And then we started following to, like, different restaurants. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at this restaurant here. And they had, like, either, like, some sort of art show going on or some music. And, like, I felt like, honestly, it felt like a movie. Like, we were just, like, walking. We didn't even have to drive anywhere because they had the trolley running, too.
1: Yes,
0: yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, they make it so easy. You follow this map, and you just, it felt so playful, like, going around each door. Mm-hmm. And then we find, we go into this alley, right? Because I remember coming down from this art show. I can't remember the art studio. But, and then there's this alley with, like, these twinkle lights. And then we go through it. And then we see Wickwood House and, and Treadwell. And I can't even, I felt like we were going up this, and we were, like, looking into a movie. Even my boyfriend says that's probably one of his favorite memory of Aurora because we open up these, like, really, like, old um, doors, mm-hmm. and we go in there. It's Wickwood House. They have music going. Right. And then we're like, oh, my God, this is such a cute store. Like, I was like, I need to buy everything in here because they have so many cool stuff in it. And then... It goes back to, like, artisan. Like, it's all local. And then we see the coffee shop, and we're like, oh, my God, I love this coffee shop. It's so chill and, like, Mm -hmm. so relaxed. Um, So, yeah, we started exploring everywhere else. And, yeah, that's probably one of my first, like, memories of Aurora, like, the community. And then seeing, like, how diverse it is, too. And then also, like, how um, there's a lot of Latin love here, too, as well. So it made me feel, like, right at home. Like, wow, this is amazing. That's good. Yeah. And talk about
2: that a little bit more cuz that's where we met. I know at, yeah. at, at Wickwood House, mm-hmm. it was maybe like a boss, Babes boss event babe event or something, some type of event where all yeah. women coming together. Yeah.
0: So yeah. I I like one of the things about me, I love networking. I love learning other people's stories. Like I love just like listening. Um cuz I feel like I get to learn a lot from you too. Right. Like um where you come from. Right. What is it that impacted you? And at that time, it was when I was doing workshops, and I didn't have my business yet. I was working workshops through another company that allowed me to use their platform and do workshops just to hop in. And since I was already working at the flower shop, it felt naturally for me to do it. And, I was, and it was around the time where I wouldn't allow myself to drop out of college if I didn't have a backup plan or something in place that was going to lead me to something else, even right. though it's not set in stone, but it was going to take me to somewhere else because that's what I told myself. I can't... Because I do think... I'm not saying everybody drop out of college. Like, I think college is so important. You
1: just did, it, though. You just told us to drop out
0: I know. Of don't <laughs> do it <laughs> if you know what you want to do. Because honestly, right. I, even <laughs> now, I want to go back for agriculture. Like, I would love to have, have done that route instead or something with, like, outdoors or nature. Mm-hmm. But maybe later on. Right, Because right. <laughs> even, like, doing my genets, I did learn a lot doing it. So I don't think it was a waste of time. Cause, and then also it made me connect with different people that now I get to, like, connect if I ever have a question. Right. So college is important. It just has to be what you want to do. Right. So, um, uh, so yeah, so uh, I love networking and, like, learning about people. So when I went to Boss Base and I saw Wickwood House doing these kinds of events, I'm like, you know what, let me just go there and just check it out. And, yeah, and then I did uh, workshops there too as well, which was nice. Um, Shannon has been so great of just, like, embracing who – what the events I wanted to do, and we kind of had, like, the same vision in mind right. where she wants to give something to their customers uh, to give an experience because she loves gathering people. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, and, it went, and we did one in fall, and that one sold out, which was awesome. So just seeing, like, people get together and, and like, embracing each other and then get to bring flowers in, in that kind of environment right. was, was a nice, nice experience.
1: Now, um, for those listening, you are... Um, Blissful Blooms has... There's a gathering place inside of there.
0: There is. Okay, Mm -hmm. all right. So now that... Okay, so... Where are you located? Okay, so now... (laughs) So we're located um, on the second floor in Warehouse 55 uh, in the back side. So Mark, oh, my God, he's been so awesome. Like, I can't... He... Okay, so the whole plan was to start from home, which Mm -hmm. we did. We started in January. I... I have a friend that does like graphic design and I got on the phone with him and I was like, Hey, like, I need to start working on my logo. I finally came up with the name after like crossing off a hundred different names of like, what do I want? I want to name the business. Um, and he helped me like come up with, um, with like the image and the colors and everything. Um, and then, so I got my brand, like my branding done around January, but then the pandemic hit. Right. So I had to like hibernate, stay home. Um, and then during that time I was doing a lot of online shopping <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs>
1: right. Like if I can't go out, you and know at what I'm time, Amazon.
0: <laughs> Warehouse fifty five, which I'm so proud of them. They they launched their online website which it's like there's not a lot of antique stores that does that like that have an online presence and he makes it so easy to like check out so I was like on the comfort <laughs> of my bed I was like looking up flower books and then I would ch- or flower frog flower frogs are like these little like tools that you use to like create arrangements and sometimes they get so expensive but then I saw Mark and I was like oh my god I could totally afford that I'm gonna buy it and then his flower books they're I mean they're old and used but they have so many knowledge that I could use. So I'm like, I'm buying that book now. <laughs> right,
2: antique books and are the best. Yes,
0: they really are. Recipe books, yeah. Books. And I feel yeah. like they tell a story too, though, like the old owners. Like you see, like little notes scratched on the side, right. and it's just mm-hmm. like yep. so, And it's like making it more. It makes it more memorable for me. I'm like, oh yeah, it's on that one note where somebody scratched it off. So I started buying these books, and then one day Marcos, why are you buying all this stuff? And I'm like, oh, I'm a florist. I work from home, and I started sharing my story to him. And he said, oh, that's awesome. That makes sense why you're always here picking up all these, like, flower stuff. So we started getting to know each other. And then he goes, one day, I go into the shop, and then he goes, so I'm having this space in the second floor, and I think you would do great here. Mm -hmm. Do you want to come check it out? And I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I decided to work from home, like. Uh, and I'm like but you know what I try to keep my mind open to an opportunity because I've been working so hard and like I always feel like I always tell my sisters my, I'm the oldest and I always tell them like even if the opportunity is not here yet prepare for it like oh, yeah. stay home mm-hmm. read like educate yourself like if stay there's something woke, that you love like so then when the opportunity does come you're gonna be ready yep. so that's always been my mindset so when Mark presented me that opportunity I was like Okay, well let me let me check out this space, but first let me let me just because I was like, oh my god, already. I'm like, how am I gonna do? I I almost felt overwhelmed, and I was like, okay, Mark, but let me tell my boyfriend and see because we're all in it together, me and James. And when I told James I got home, he's like, oh my god, but how? I thought we were gonna do two or one more year at home, and he was building me this cooler in my garage to keep my flowers in right. there. So. I was like, you know what? Let's just be open minded. Let's go check it out. And if and I feel like I was been like my gut instinct too. Like if it feels right, then maybe we should embrace it. And if it doesn't, we'll just walk away. Cause there was there's been other um, times too when people present me like a space, and I'm like, no, I'm not ready. It just didn't feel right, and the layout just didn't feel right for what I envision in my mind. Because ultimately, I want to have a flower shop, but not a traditional flower shop. I've always said to myself, like, I want to be able to have a flower shop where you feel like you're welcome to come in, like, where it maybe could lead to something else or, like, a space gathering. Um, We always said, like, we always wanted to have, like, maybe a coffee shop, flower shop, or, mm-hmm. like, something like that, right? You don't find these around here. They usually are in Europe or, or in other countries. Yeah, yeah.
1: Specialty businesses that that um, overlap yeah, things inside of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
0: I'm like, I'm like, I, so that's why I kept saying no to all these other opportunities. And then when Mark showed us his base, we're like, whoa, this thing is huge. Like, I don't think we're ready. And I right away I was, like, going into that fear mentality. I'm like, like, okay, maybe not yet. And then Mark's like, think about it. Just go home, think about it. We'll talk over the weekend. And then I, I kid you not, I couldn't sleep the whole night. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, should I do it? I've been, like, working so hard for this. Like, it feels right. Um, and then in the morning, I wake up and I tell James, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to do it. I think I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm too scared. And, like, it, the space is so big. And and then he's like, what do you mean you're not going to do it? You are going to do it. So he took me out of that fear mentality and it's like you've been working so hard. Like, what's holding you back? You're just scared, right? Like, right. And so yeah. he was able to push me and say, "No, like we could do this. Like you're gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay." Sometimes fear
1: is a. Um, sometimes fear is a good.
0: No, for sure. Thing. Yeah, definitely, yeah.
1: it is. It's not. It doesn't mean that the yeah the goal is there. It's just you're a little shaky. <laughs> yeah. Oof, you're a little shaky. You still yeah. got fifteen thousand saved up. You're still, you know, your credit's still looking good. You're just shaky. Yeah. yeah. So I think
0: I needed that, like, little push to tell me, like, no, like, it's going to be okay. Like, you're ready. You're just kind of freaking out about it. So we went back to Mark and we're like, okay, Mark, we're doing it. Let's do it.
1: Um, The time is now 8.39 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we're speaking with Marina Cermeno of Blissful Bloom.
2: Yeah, and a little bit more, too, because we were talking yesterday with Monica Patankar. 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 So yeah. here I go now with the name. Yeah, I, I messed it
1: up all day on the <laughs> mic yesterday. It was crazy.
2: And we were talking about people that in, in the community that have inspired you. You mentioned your boyfriend. You mentioned Shannon and Mark. What other, I guess, local businesses do you want to give a shout-out that have kind of given you some guidance about, you know, what to do, how to run a business, and, and have really shown some community support.
0: Let's see. Oh, my God, there's so many. Ah, <laughs> uh, Let's see. I love another business that I love, too, um, Society 57. Like, seeing them, how Shout to, out. like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, that space is incredible. Like, Tammy, Scott, like, I've gone to a couple of events with them. Um, I actually went to one in Christmas, and I kid you not, it was, like, a blessing that I was able to gather my whole family to come to this like, um, l- like it was a Christmas celebration they did, and some it's, um, it's so hard to get my whole family together, but that day they somehow worked out, and I was like, oh my god, this is a Christmas miracle! <laughs> 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 everybody's we're on time, here. everybody's yeah. here, and then like seeing my little niece, like we were lighting up each other's candles, and like seeing her eyes like glow up too, Sophia. Oh my goodness, like. It was just—it like, was such an experience, and for them to give us that like space to for that moment to happen, like oh my god, I love that place. And their coffee is amazing. Their food, uh, Tammy. Oh my god, she's such a sweetheart too. She's a life coach as right. well. So um their space. Tammy just...
1: health, 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 Rick. health Yeah, yeah, you
0: know, yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. I just saw her yesterday too, she stopped by, and I'm like, oh hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's so supportive, and then enduro too i love them i love their food their coffee's great and i love that they're right by the water which is like like the lower part um, yeah that's one of my nice favorite yeah it is a little dip off
1: you got the trail
0: yes i love going there and like just like walking it down and i feel like that was one of the big places that i got to like dream like when i would go on my walks like what i got mean? to like envision and like be just on my own with my own thoughts because sometimes you need that right where you yeah. just like need a and I put your phone away park your car and just like walk and I think that was like, like a big part of me just to be by my thoughts. Like, okay, this is a town I want to be in. What are the steps that I need to do to get there? Right. Um. And just like the water flowing, I was. I love going down there. Um. So obviously, so those those are some of that I could think of right now.
1: <laughs> um, let's talk food.
0: Oh my god, I love food.
1: I do too. <laughs> we do too on the show. Um. Best food? Well, not maybe not best food, but uh, a place that you recommend here in Aurora.
0: In Aurora, oh mm-hmm. my God, there's so many. The solemn the one oh, we went there for my birthday. The food was really yummy. Solemn Island, or oh, I can't think of. They have like Stole a Island Social. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That okay, one. Yeah, yes, on social, yeah. I love their vibe and like, I love the whole idea that you have to look up and there's like these quotes on the wall, on the ceiling, and then the food there. Their drinks are really yummy. Um, I'm trying to think what else society 57 i always love their over the top toast oh my god and then the, the cinnamon on it it's like incredible over the top toast yeah they put strawberry blueberries cream cheese and then like Vietnamese cinnamon or something like that but it's so good I haven't if had they, that one you have to try it yeah they are go I'm I'm gonna get one after this avocado <laughs> toast like 2.0
2: yeah is oh like, that one's oh, so good amazing. Amazing. Damn. yeah the and hostess,
0: it's
1: just like the hostess <laughs>
0: And it's like just like wholesome foods, like it's Mm -hmm. just so simple, but it's like it's like a party in your mouth. Like when you bite into it, I'm like, Whoa, this is so good! It It just like wakes you up. Yeah, I love their food there.
2: It's nice because there's such a variety around town, yeah, there Um, really is anywhere so it just depends on what you what you feel like what you have a taste for you know where you want to sit so there's a lot there's one more
0: before i forget, and this one's so dangerous they're the jalisco it's like the mexican on lake street oh dangerous is good oh my god it is so bad i was like (laughs) i am gonna gain like 20 pounds after this (laughs) because they have these like tacos that they call them tacos dorados which are like fried tacos Mm -hmm. and i kid you now like the whole week that we were like getting the shop ready we were like Okay, go pick up some tacos from over there because it's like down the street. Yeah, by the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mark's like, he texted me the next day. He's like, those tacos were amazing.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's a good place. That is a good place. Jalisco's on Lake Street. Yeah. Yeah. I like the one that's right um, here. The Jalisco's right here on. all right. That The one you're talking about is High Street. Mm-hmm. This one right here is on Lake Street. This one's pretty good.
0: Wait, wait, Lake Street. No, no, no. That's the one I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, one. that yeah. one right there. Right here. Yeah. yeah. That one's so good. That's and it's spot. so close. So it's like, okay, it's too close now because I'm going to be going there a lot. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so you've been open for three days.
0: Yep. Three, three days. Three days. Yeah. Three
1: days. Um, it's been a strong three days for mm-hmm. you. Saw a great, uh, great crowd that you had with the ribbon cutting and everything like that. Um what's what's up for the next 10 days and the next 15
0: days <laughs> so okay for let's see so first friday's coming up mm-hmm. so i'm gonna have um grab and go bookcase for the community like if they want to stop in okay if you ever have you been to warehouse 55 i have okay so now you got to check out the second edition because there's okay. more vendors um but i feel like warehouse 55 it almost feels like a museum in a way right because right. you get to go in there and you get to see like all these different i call them designers because like the way they like put their boutiques like or their little like um how do you boots uh it's like so well thought and it's like an experience right, right? so when you're walking through it it's like they're telling a story and you're like oh my goodness um so like now they have more in the second edition and like it almost feels like a hidden gem in a way because you have to go through all warehouse 55 to go to find us so you go through the first floor and then you go up the stairs and then you go all through these vendors and we're in the back. So once you find us, it's like... That's like my like, oh, experience for my this. own shop. <laughs> I have
1: to say I'm very, very impressed with you right now for doing that because sometimes there are there, sometimes oh things God. are an expression rather than words. Exactly it's more than what words can say. Yep, I'm the kind of guy I'll, who does that, like, and people are like, "So what does that mean?" Like, You know what? If you can't figure it out,
0: just go
2: experience yes, it. Yes, yes, it's yes, like a yes. smile.
0: All languages. Yeah. That's why I tell everybody, you got to go through the whole warehouse. It it's an experience. Like you just find us in the back somehow, and like so we. Our goal was to have open concept. Like, we don't want to have, like, we don't want you to feel like when you go in there, like, you, I want, when you first walk in, I want to be able to greet you. I want to say, mm-hmm. hey, welcome in, right? And then you, you just, you you follow your creativity. So that's right. what we're embracing. Like, even if it's not flowers, I'm okay with that. You come, you know, even if you want to hang out, because we have a layout where we have, like, seating areas. We have a couch section here, and we have another one here. And then we found mark found these like long farm tables eventually we're gonna have workshops because i used to teach them so now to have that space for me to like dedicate for workshops we're just waiting for COVID season to be over or at least get a little bit better for me to start hosting those soon or if we do start hosting them i am going to limit the amount so i'm thinking 10 just so we could create that social distancing between each right. people right. um and then still follow the protocol. So, because I, I want everybody to feel comfortable, you know. Like, I don't want it to be like, oh, there's too many people here. But it's such a big space where I could have that set out. And then I have a dry bar where um, it's flower, it's either flowers or greenery that preserve well that you could still utilize in home. Um, and if you want to put in, like, little bud vases, you could do that. So, it's just, like, you embracing your creativity. You go through that. And then I do have a plant section. It's just limited to things that I love. Um... I don't have a lot of them because I still want to focus mainly on flowers. But I did did feel like it felt too too much furniture that I needed something living in there to make it more relaxed, right? So I'm like, okay, we need plants in here. And I love plants having in my house. I'm like, we'll just have a limited inventory um, just so then people, if they want to get something while they're there, and if they don't want to get flowers, they could take a plant. Um, And then you go – where else? There's some long tables, and then I'm at the I'm in the middle. So, like I said, I just want to be able to greet you, and if you need help, reach out to me. But if you want to like do your own thing, you could do that too. So,
1: what's the most important thing that the listener should know when it comes to, um, is it horticulture?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is.
1: Okay, y'all don't even think I knew that. Did you? Y'all don't even <laughs> think I knew that. <laughs> um, what's the number one thing that the listener needs to know about taking care of flowers? Um, Keeping them exuberant
0: hydration change the water every or if you can't every other day because okay so with flowers since they are no longer in soil they don't need that source of energy that they are photosynthesis that they do right when they're in soil in the sunlight right. they don't need that anymore so all they really need is water okay. to stay hydrated so make sure that like you're constantly like ch- checking on the water to m- see if it if it's murky because if it's mur- murky that means that there's bacteria growing there. If there's bacteria growing in there, your flowers are gonna die faster. Oh shoot! So, with <laughs> this guy, since the vase I didn't is know white, that. I didn't know yeah. So yeah, make sure like you you know you change the water and then what else? Oh my god, there's so much and like these kind of stuff I go over with my workshops too. That like, I'll teach you how to be successful to have like these flowers thriving. <gasps> like. workshop workshop you guys need a cup (laughs) (laughs) seriously like and it's it's welcome to anybody like don't feel like oh this is just for girls like no like i welcome everybody anybody come join me and like i'll teach you a couple things of how to like take care of this flower you know um and then there's even tricks too like hydrangeas like those guys they drink a lot of water One of the first things, like, let's say you buy them, um, you just buy, because hydrangeas, they're such a big face flower that they could hold really well by themselves, and they look elegant by themselves. Mm -hmm. So make sure when you first get them to submerge them in water, because hydrangeas are one of those flowers that they drink through their blooms and the stem. So you got to submerge them in water, let them sit there for a couple hours, take them out, and then they'll be nice and fluffy. I didn't. There's a lot we could. I think Ooh, we won't have I, enough time. Yeah, for that me could to be a, talk separate, about this. a separate. yeah.
1: It's now eight fifty a.m. and you're listening to Good Morning Aurora, where we getting schooled on how to take care of your hydrangeas. I know. Hydrangeas.
0: There's so much stuff, and people grow them here because they grow really well in the Midwest. Right. So like, I, my neighbor has some. I'm like, can I have some of your hydrangeas? And she's so sweet. Um, and you want to cut them first thing in the morning before the sun hits them, because otherwise they'll start like going down like there's drooping, just so many right? drooping yeah, exactly yeah. so but yeah just one number one rule change the water constantly if you can because you don't want mercury water if there's mercury water that means that there's bacteria growing so mm,
2: mm,
0: yeah mm.
1: <laughs> stay woke
2: and i know with, like the soil makes a difference of what color they oh, are yeah, if they're like a pink definitely. or a purple somewhere.
0: and that that's a um no it's true so with if you want to manipulate your hydrangea color it's uh, the acidity of the soil so you have to test it. And then the levels of it, you could figure out what color scheme it, it could go in.
1: Wait a minute. Let me, let me. So are you telling me yeah. that it's possible to change yeah. the color of your hydrangea? Oh, yeah. The, the normal person could do it?
0: Oh, definitely. You, you know just got to research. I, and I learned this because I work for a landscaping company. That's the only reason I know this, because I learned through so much with them. And it's so crazy like to see like all the jobs that I had grow like leading to what I have now and I'm like oh my god all the even from like serving like I were I was a server I did um I worked at a nursing home like every job I kid you not like played a role to like what I am now. What
1: was your first job?
0: Oh my god, my first job. <laughs> okay i was Y'all, 13 <laughs> for, the audience, for the
1: audience she laughed as soon as we oh my asked that god, question that's so funny
0: okay so i was working at this taco stand in the weekends and then oh my god so Just it little was village days yeah okay. little village days and it was called the garibaldi which maybe some people know about i'm sure they do because i i think it's still running right and they used to do like live concerts and, like, this lady was looking for, like, people to work. And I'm like, oh, I'll do it. And then I went. And I was like, oh, it was such a – it was a hard job because it was, like, a 12-hour shift. And it, keep in mind, I was only 13 mm-hmm. working this job. And is this – can I say this out loud? <laughs> you, can say, you can say anything, here. <laughs>
1: whatever you want. So no, nobody's going to It was me care. and my
0: sister working. And I was like, I hate this. This is so hard. Like, I can't believe I'm working these long hours. And then the next weekend I went, because it was only Sundays, right? I, the next weekend I'm like, I don't want to do the cutting stuff. I want to be a server. And, like, I want to be able to give people their tacos. And But she didn't have that position. So I created that position because I'm like, we need to put tables in here. That's the only way we're going to get more customers. So right. she finally listened to me. So she got long tables. So I was responsible of taking all those long tables orders and give them to them. And then doing that. Open up a can of warrants of me getting tips. So people would tip me and then I was making more money.
1: <laughs> like, what? I, I, so can't, cool. I can't think of who it was that said, but like it and, and I think no, it's Oprah. <laughs> it was like um, in life you get what you negotiate.
0: Yeah, like, and then she's like, okay, fine. And then she saw how much more people we were getting in that stand. Yeah. She's like, okay, you're in charge of like what? managing that. And, yeah, and then my sister's like, man, you get to do the fun stuff now. And I'm like, "Well, I, You
1: could have did the fun stuff I know. Too,
0: you just I want know, to cut right? all day. Like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm, not, I'm not a person in the kitchen. I'd rather just like – so, yeah, I did the cashier part. And then eventually after that one, I started doing tapo chico. Have you guys ever had tapo chico? No. Oh, my God. It's like a Mexican mineral water. Have you had tapo chico? Yes, come on. Yeah, it's oh like God. you guys – okay, we have it at our shop, and, and we – so I worked with them and I used to like advertise about them and talk about them. So I reached out to them. And I was like, Hey guys, I'm opening up my own business. And then they're like, Oh my God, it's amazing. So they dropped out um, inventory at my shop to support me. Um, so if you guys want to try it, we do have it. at our shop to have there no, again. <laughs> and then now. Again. And now they have like grapefruit tapu chico. They have lime tapu chico, which is amazing. And it's just like, I'm so proud of tapu chico because they brand so big now. Like, um now you can mix it up with your coffee and like t- typically tapu went back in the day it was known to cure hangovers. Like, that's the only reason I heard of, like, or just to, like, oh see yeah, if you, we know, right? We know. He's story, story. Right, right? right? And so, like, now to see how big it is now in, like, the white community, because they're, like, drinking it with coffee, and, like, and we're like, yeah. okay, Tapu Chico, I'm proud of you. <laughs> you see those things that make
1: those cross-cultural, yeah. right? Yeah, it
0: makes, and then for them to branch out into different flavors, and I tried one day, I'm like, wow, I'm impressed, because, Mineral water is not the best drinking water. I would try it up and be like, oh, my God, but I know it's good for you. Right. And it'd be one of those, like, I got to drink, but it's not the best tasting. But you get used to the flavor. Like, your profile, it's, you know, expands. So right. you yeah. get used to it.
1: Yeah, Like, the first time I had beer, I was like, who could drink this? <laughs> and then now, look, yeah, I'll take a Blue Moon, yeah. Your craft beer, is your craft beer, what's the acidity of this
0: beer? Right? Yeah. So, like, now I'm like, I like it. It's different. You just got to get used to it. But, yeah, that was, like, my other job, too, that – it taught me how to network with people and how to approach people. Like, even if they're not even coming by, greeting them, like, hey, guys, you want to try Tapu Chico? Like, this is good, and telling them. So that's that gave me, like, confidence to, like, break that, you know, ice and be like, yep. hey, guys, come over here. That's how, I
1: met, that's how I met Christine, actually. Oh, really? Networking. She was in charge of networking events, and uh-huh. she was, like, the face of it. That's and awesome. And I was nervous as hell. <laughs> Didn't know nobody. You know, because that's one of the things that, I, you know... And it is true that sometimes in life, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Um, but when I was going out advocating for, like, the Veterans Council and everything, like, a lot of the people had already been established. Like, these, they already got business cards. They're, they've they already been established. These people know each other. They're all at the same table. Yeah. And you, well, you know how it is. You, oh, yeah, definitely. You, you peep in the room. You know, you seeing where, <sighs> okay, where the, where the juice at? Where the spice at? Yeah. And, um, but nobody's, like, really talking to a new guy. Okay. And, uh, Christine was, like, nice and, and cool and friendly and mm-hmm. like that was really calming with to make yourself you know feel comfortable definitely to help you out so that was uh oh,
2: shout so out to my cute. co-host Aww. right there yeah i thought, yeah. thought you're going down like the <laughs> Chico round like we were yeah. not like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the... they had basic american stuff you know they had oranges pancakes <laughs> bacon that
1: was it oh. yeah
2: Yep. Um,
1: so the time is now eight fifty six a.m. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora. We're sitting down with Maria Sotomayor of Blissful Blooms. Um, so what? So we got uh, first Friday events mm-hmm. coming up and things like that. Uh, what we like to do on the show is we like to give people actionable information that they could take with them and know something positive um, as we go about our day. What's something that? Oh wait, actually, flip that. What was the name that you were going to settle on before Blissful Blooms? That's what it was. Oh my goodness. Yeah, what did you what did you come up with before <laughs> Blissful Blooms?
0: Oh goodness, this is oh, there were so many. There were so many. Um I think at some point it was a Spanish one, but I feel like I can't remember anymore what the Spanish one, but I didn't like how it was too inclusive. I don't want that environment. Like I don't want people to think oh, I have to be Spanish speaker to be there. Like, no, I wanted to be, like, include everybody. So that's, I'm like, it has to be in English. I think it might have been, like, Amor or something like that. And I'm like, oh, it's too cheesy. And then I think at some point it was enchanting, but I'm like, oh, no, that sounds too fancy. And yeah, then that's it finally like, yeah, yeah. right and that's then I'm like, like
1: eighth grade girl science project <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of your thing Maria enchanting flower I could
0: have made that up right <laughs> and then I'm like what is it that flowers bring to me like I keep going back to that and you should have seen I should have kept that it was like a big board with like different like things of like of like names and then I kept going back to bliss and I'm like it just brings me joy and I want to share that with others like it was that whole idea of like it brings this this flower brings me joy. How can I share that with others? Right. So I kept think going back to that. I kept circling back to that, and then I'm like blissful. I love the full part because like, I, I kept I blissful. I like that. so my like, and then blooms and then the BB. somehow that stuck so much. Right. Like even if you use um just the BB will work and then and then the icon of it. If you look close to it, it's actually a modern dahlia. Cause dahlias are from Mexico so it still represents me right right but not like Maria's flowers like right. nothing sure. like I don't because sure. at the end of the day I want this whatever it becomes because I feel like flowers is just a beginning I know that sounds crazy but no, I think yeah. it's just like a stepping stone I think it's gonna lead to other things and then I'm like I wanted to live on its own if Maria's not here one day or uh, that's what I kept thinking like I, I want to be like I was just a part of it to make it grow and then
1: Good morning, Aurora. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's for everybody. There's nobody. It, it excludes exactly no one. Mm-hmm. It is an open platform for everybody. It doesn't matter how much you make or how much you don't make. It doesn't matter what your position is. You could be the sheriff of Kane County. You can be Maria Sedemano of um, Blissful Blooms. It is for everybody to take part in, contribute to, and get something out of. That's exactly. what it's all about. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, though, I want to thank you for um, for being with us and being a listener um, of, of the show. It really means a lot to us. And, you know, I want to give a shout out to everybody who's been listening to us and following us, for what we've been doing and trying to do this whole almost three months now. You know what I'm saying? like That's it really awesome. It really means a lot because, like, when I wake up and I see, like, some of the messages we get or I see, like, the subscribers and listeners, like, it makes me feel proud. It makes me happy to think that people were listening to me in my bathroom. <laughs> that, just, that just makes me feel so special anyway. and how can how
2: can people find you like Instagram oh, yes. website shall
0: social <laughs> I know please follow me on Instagram and Facebook. we're growing slowly <laughs> um so we're B Bloom's floral' because blissful Blooms was taken <laughs> right like, I was like dang it. <laughs> it. <laughs> So yeah, Be Blooms Floral. You can find us, and you can find you'll see like our logo, cause that's like our icon on there, or on Facebook, t- on Facebook too. Blissful Blooms. Um, everything is the same. Like you'll, if as long as you see our our um, logo, that's us. Um, yeah, make sure to follow us, cause I'm pretty consistent on the social media, um, and I'll be posting any future like workshops, events, um, and just stop by in. Honestly, you're welcome to come. You don't have to buy flowers, even if you just come check it out. Like. Or hang out like that's okay. Like don't don't feel like you're obligated, to... because <laughs> that's how I feel so you're like not it's one all... of those <laughs> No, like just come check it out and if you that's
1: see. That's how LTD is. Like you, really? you mentioned, you mentioned the corporate thing about when you're talking about it, and that's how these people are. Like yeah. as soon as you walk in, it's like, can I help you? Like damn, lady. like <laughs> can I breathe? Yeah, right. Can <laughs> I just smell... is it, it smells. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, well, these are. 9.99 and these are <laughs> let me know when you're ready like you know like all this pressure sizing you up to see what you're what yeah, you're gonna buy
0: and i love when people pick my brain like if you have like a flower question or if i don't know it i'll find out like or you know like i just love when people have questions and if there's a way that i could help you with that like let me know I'm I'm an open book. I'm never gonna you know, and if I don't know the answer, I'll lead you to somebody that knows the answer. Wonderful. So yeah, yeah. Very cool.
2: That's great. One of the things I've noticed too with, with COVID and everybody being shut in Is that again? That what a better way to reach out to people and bring them joy than to send them flowers because you can't go visit them now in person, yeah? So you just kind of have to kind of be creative and
1: really made us this really made me happy. Oh, okay,
0: this is really nice,
1: yeah. I appreciate it, yeah.
0: And like, so I'm doing my website, so please give me grace, everybody, (laughs) because it's like there's a couple features on my website that I need to like. I keep calling, but can you please activate that already, right? So, um, but yeah, we are gonna start doing delivery service. Um, if you wanna call me, that's usually like the fastest way and the easiest way um and then we also are going to start providing subscription-based flower arrangements so let's say if you want to treat yourself and have flowers like on a monthly basis we could create that for you okay. and make a, a smooth trans a transition into going into that um so yeah we want to start just providing different su- different services that maybe other traditional flower shops don't provide at this time um just because i've worked at one so I'm, i know exactly how i want to provide to the community um, on how I want to make it my own and provide those services that I'm like, man, I wish that was around or, you know, like it doesn't have to be I have to wait for somebody to give me flowers. Well wait a minute. I could treat myself for flowers. Like it could be that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like and when I see that it makes me feel so proud of them. I'm like, yes. Buy right. yourself flowers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Don't wait around. <laughs>
2: All
1: right. The time is now nine oh three AM. this was a great discussion.
2: Yeah, yeah, thank you for
1: sharing your story with us. Thank you so much for uh, having me. Yeah, not a problem at all, not a problem at all. Um, We're glad to have you on. We wish Blissful Blooms much success.
0: Thank you. And
1: wish you and... James.
2: Yep. <laughs> James is back at the shop doing all the work. Yes. Yeah, doing Mr. the cooler Hyman. and all that. James, get the cooler ready. Here come the
1: flowers, dog. Um, yeah, we're, we're glad you took the time to reach out to us today and sit down with us. Thank you. And uh, from ourselves, at Good Morning Aurora, to all of you listeners out there, we hope you have a powerful, blessed, motivated, positive, and blissful Tuesday today and we will see you back here tomorrow morning 8 o'clock a.m. for a great discussion with a great local guy we're not going to drop that for you right now you got to tune in for that um, on the second largest city's first daily news podcast you guys take it easy and be blessed and we'll see you tomorrow.